Hello everybody and welcome to the Poart Mo podcast. Uh, this podcast is run by the co-founders of Auroras and Blossoms, uh, Sandrine Marwa and David Ellis. I'm your host David Ellis tonight and my co-host Sandrine is here along with a very special guest. We have Catherine McDaniel. Hello there Catherine. How are you tonight Catherine? Doing well, doing well. That's really great to hear. And uh, why don't you tell us uh, very briefly about yourself and uh, why why you're on the show? You know, uh, you're a guest of ours, and we very much like to know uh, what it is that you get up to. All right. Well, I uh, run a a um, new fledgling. Well, I say new. I run a fledgling arts magazine called Synchronicity Synchronicity Magazine, and um, I'm a musician by trade, um, been a voice teacher, and I work with the Houston Grand Opera here in Houston, Texas. And um, Synchronicity Magazine is um, an effort to jumpstart some collaborative incubation of art around the world and online. And um, we started back in... 2019 so it's been a couple of years i think it goes so fast not quite two one and a half but um so we uh we accept a wide swathe of media across the performing and visual and literary arts spectrum and we do this we put out a quarterly journal and um, what we try to do is fuse together all of these different elements around a theme. So, for example, our most recent theme was home, which um, was really an outstanding theme. We got so many different, um, different takes on what home meant to different artists. Um, from from the very the the very soft and fuzzy impressions um, that you that you carry from childhood to some darker feelings that you know we have many homes over time and they're not all happy. So, um, but each issue sort of coalesces around a theme, and um, we bring in video and literary arts, music videos sometimes, just sort of anything that we can get people to send us and, and, that, and that we find interesting. That's really, really lovely, uh, Catherine. I mean, we found uh, when we first started uh, Auroras and Blossoms, we originally sort of focused on poetry, uh, but we love how uh, you've got uh, very diverse kind of uh, different areas that, of different sort of art types that you like to or you try to have uh, sort of submitted to your, your publication. Um, one thing uh, I was very interested to sort of ask you about, uh, because you've been very sort of thorough uh, talking to us about uh, how you came up with the concept of the magazine and what you accept. Um, how did you come up with the name? Because the name is quite uh, interesting, very you know, very unique in the way that it's sort of spelt. Um, you know, the synchronicity itself. Is is there a story behind the, the, the name of the publication itself? I'm glad you asked that. Um, I, I worked on a name for quite some time. And um, the name predates the magazine. It started out, I started out sort of as a blog, umpteen, back in 2012. 
So um, I was chatting with my mentor, um, Mary Beth Davison Smith, who very dear person. She passed last year, unfortunately. Um, but we were trying to find a name that would suit this thing. We were both very into Jung, and synchronicity just appealed. It's sort of you know finding finding meaning in places where you wouldn't expect it, in places that aren't necessarily related. So this is again speaks to that sort of eclectic nature of diversifying and going in all sorts of directions at once to find a theme. And then the spelling was interesting. Um, and it's funny because it's really hard to spell. <laughs> so everyone's always like, oh, how does that end again? How, does, how do I spell that? And um, the ending I-C-I-T-I kind of has a feeling of um, city, of community, of a sort of a, a group feeling, which I think is, that's what synchronicity is moving towards over time, is to bring in individual artists into a community-based um, organization, community-based magazine, and, you know, whatever happens next, whatever projects we get into. I find that fascinating. Honestly, it, there's so much that uh, the name of a magazine or a book or, or something can reveal. Um, my question to you is, um, has the name, because it took you, as you mentioned, that it took you a while for you to figure out the name, but has your experience as an opera singer um, had an impact on the way you chose your name? the name of the magazine? That's an interesting question. I think so. Um, opera is perhaps of all the big, gigantic art forms, ballet and theater, opera is maybe the most diverse and the one that has the most bits and pieces because there's music, there's set, there's crew doing wigs and makeup, there's poetry, there's storyline, there's theater, it's everything. So I think really, yes, it does come from the, from the, the place where opera, where opera sort of, in a way, it's sort of a simplification of opera. If we feel that opera is sort of the huge art form that um, one can be a part of, this sort of flips that idea on its head. And rather than thinking of a huge art form with many different pieces, we start from the little pieces and build back out to a bigger theme, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does a lot. It's fascinating to hear you. Uh, it's the first time I talked to an opera singer. So, <laughs> so it's interesting to see what goes into, you know, the creative process for me, because I know you're into photography as well. And uh, that ties into, I mean, the magazine ties into everything you do, obviously. Um, so what is your favorite part about creating the magazine? My favorite part? Well... I have a lot of favorite parts. I, the magazine really, um, more than anything I've ever done, it hits my wheelhouse everywhere. It, it bounces off all sorts of things that I find that I enjoy doing and that I have some talent for. 
But the thing that I enjoy the most would have to be actually the interaction with people and with artists all over the world. I mean, we've had six continents, no one from Antarctica yet, but, you know, it's a little cold there and maybe they, maybe they aren't really tuned in. But, um, but it's so much fun to get to see how other people see a theme or whatever they're working on or what their process is because we're all so different, but yet we all have sameness. We all have points of similarity, which is amazing to find that someone on the other side of the world has an idea that you've sort of flirted with before. That's really, really uh, amazing. Um, you know, we just we'd absolutely floored by uh, what you're saying there, uh, Catherine. And um, we we've tried to sort of come up with universal sort of themes and prompts and other kind of uh, genre sort of things that uh, will actually uh, be very relevant to to wide or broad variety of people and audiences across the world uh, ourselves. Um, we we are actually featured, aren't we? I think in your home issue that only just came out uh, a few days ago. Uh, regarding synchronicity um, and what I wanted to ask you actually now was um, is your current um, issue that uh, you're looking for submissions for was the theme uh, to do with birds I can't remember off the top of my head but I just wanted to know if you, if you could tell us more about uh, the current uh, submission theme that you're looking for for your uh, current submissions absolutely and I'm so grateful to you guys for being a part of home it was beautiful it's it's just so much fun to get input from other people who have you guys are kind of special because you've also done a magazine and this and it's very special to have that kind of energy come back at at me um so our new um issue which will come out september 1st is um based on the famous birds and um what we're interested in is um, really people's connotations around around uh, that theme of birds what do you think of what do you see when you think of a bird because um if you go back into ancient cultures you'll find a lot of um a lot of iconography and a lot of stories about birds and birds are seen as messengers they're seen as um aids to the spirit realm they're seen sort of as souls that inhabit earth, air, and water. So there's a lot of interesting um, interplay around that. And it's not so important that the submission focus, like, here's a bird, here's a picture of a bird, or here's a story about a bird. It's quite enough to have that glancing bird come into the story from a, from a side angle. That's quite enough to um to add to that theme and explore it without necessarily putting a bird under a microscope and drawing drawing beaks and and feathers it gives a lot of options to people and it, it must be fascinating um to to try to have that theme because as you said you've received submissions from six continents 
And the variety, uh, I don't know if you've started receiving submissions already for that uh, issue, but um, the variety must be crazy considering the, the diversity of birds around the world. Um, so I'm, I'm sure it must be um, an exciting thing when you start a new theme. Um, so um, I, I can't remember how many issues you've released already in two and a half years, but do you get people to submit to you over and over or do you get new submissions every time? And how is the process for you? How different is it each time you put out a theme? That's a great question. Yes, we have a we have a group of artists that return over and over again. And um, we have one poet, um, Jonathan Young-Kans, fantastic poet out of uh, California. And he, he started with us on the second issue, and we're going into issue nine, and he hasn't missed anything except the first one, and he, he didn't know about us yet. So um, we, we are just thrilled that um, so many artists come back, and um, I never know when I put out a theme, I never know what's going to come back in, and that, that goes as far as I don't know how literal or figurative people are going to take the theme I also don't know if I'm going to get a bunch of familiar faces or if I'm going to get a bunch of new faces it's different every time I never know what to expect I don't think we've had any issues where we haven't had anyone return there's always been somebody who's well John if no one else but there's always somebody who's done it before, but we get a lot of new people too. Well, how do you put out the word, uh, Catherine, to uh, your your people out there? I mean, do you uh, tend to use uh, different uh, forms of social media a lot to put it out there, or do you email a lot of people? You know, what what is your sort of process for letting people know that there's a brand new uh, issue uh, available out there for submissions? And uh, you know, where 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 kind of you sort of frequent, and um, you know, where do you put the message out? You know, in relation to that particular issue and its submissions. That's been a very interesting thing to, to figure out. The very first issue, and probably, yeah, pretty much just the first issue, it was heavily people I know. And I'm, I have a lot of artist friends here in Houston. And so I think probably, probably 99% of that issue was people I already knew. Now, I wanted to get the word out, and it took me a little while trial and error, but I found that um, the Facebook messaging boards um, for uh, open calls are fantastic. There's a lot of great artists who are really paying attention and they're looking for things that set their minds going. And um, we try to do kind of a little ad campaign. We'll do a set of ads and put them on those uh, on those message boards, and um, it's amazing the people who will who will send you things and just you know that you've never met and they could be on a totally different continent and here it comes and uh, a lot of times it's absolutely brilliant because someone who is looking to get out of their shell like that and who is that hungry they're generally they've got something going mentally that that will read okay um we know you have a series of workshops for this summer and it's planned 
would you be able to tell us more about that? Absolutely. Um, we're doing our first set of, uh, it's a, a little short series. It's just three Sundays in a row in the month of July on the 11th, the 18th, and the 25th, three-hour workshops, three to six, that's Central Standard Time, so you kind of have to figure out from where you are what time that is for you. But they're via Zoom. I, I'm going to be um, actually presenting, it's called Summer in Japanese Poetic Form. And we're going to spend the first one, we will be working with haiku. And the second, tanka. And the third, ringa. And so that's sort of, those uh, forms are all interrelated. And they have some shared history, which will help us build from the haiku, which is the most familiar, um, and is a, is a small form, the renga, which is actually a collaborative form that um, includes, if you know tanka and renga, you can see the pieces of those in, uh, or tanka and, um, excuse me, if you know tanka and haiku, you can see the pieces of those in the renga. And um, our goal at the end of that, that third day is to write some ringas back and forth across Zoom to each other. That's fascinating. That's going to be interesting. Haiku being my favorite poetry form. Ooh. <laughs> it sounds like a very, very interesting uh, uh, series of workshops. So um, before we go, uh, Catherine, could you tell us where we can find you online with the magazine? Sure. Um, our website is synchronicity.com. I'll spell that. S-I-N-K-R-O-N-I-C-I-T-I.com. And that's that I love that spelling, but I have to spell it out a lot. And you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Synchronicity should get you there. Um, again, the same S-Y-N-K-R-O-N-I. C-I-T-I. I need to make a song, I think. Um, yeah, so those are the best places. Instagram, I think, is also synchronicity. I think it's all the, as I remember, we're all the same. But, uh, yeah, that's the best place to find us is uh, really on the website and on Facebook. Instagram, too. Okay, that is perfect. Uh, Catherine, thank you so much for being with us today. We really enjoy this conversation with you. Um, and, and, and we hope that the next issue is looks just as beautiful as home. Uh, I mean, I looked at it. It's, it's fantastic. I, I not, and I'm not saying it because I want to make you happy. I'm just saying it because, you know, I, I, it's fantastic. A lot of work went into that issue, just like anything you've been doing online. Everything screams quality when it comes to your work. Uh, so we are, I am honored that you spent some time with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sandrine and David. I, 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 I too find this, it's, it's just an honor to, to talk and speak with other artists who find, who, who find this whole thing so wonderful and uplifting. I know what you mean about, about, a lot of darkness out there and it's just wonderful to find people who are also interested in promoting some of the wonder and the joy and the beauty and not just being, you know, down in the dumps and a little emo. 
Um, and it's wonderful to talk to you today. I really enjoyed it. And um, I, I can't believe we both started around the same time, really. June, June 2019 is when we started working on our first issue. So it's just kind of shocking to me. That's such a short time. And, uh, and look at all the things that are happening. So I'm, I'm thrilled for you guys. And I'm thrilled to be here and talk to you. Thank you. That's really nice of you to say so, Catherine. Thank you very much. Well, guys, thank you so much for being with us today. We thank you again for being here. Have a fantastic weekend, and we'll talk to you again very soon. Bye. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye.